Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As... We're back in the outcast. I feel like, you know, we've been asleep for a little bit um, because it's go time. Okay. You know, it's like we've been preparing for this epic battle that's coming and it is the Mandalorian season two. I got baby Yoda. He's ready to party. He's ready to rock and roll. We're loaded up on Bantha milk. We'll just call it that. That's right. Um, You know, and uh, we got a lot of transmissions and a lot to cover and as we don't even have time to talk about how we're doing i just know it's great yep <laughs> and uh because we gotta we gotta get in here because i've got about 12 topics to get to in right. today's mega episode this is all gonna be broken up into a bunch of youtube videos so you guys can watch it there and for anybody watching on youtube guys do us a favor smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. And if you want to, you can even smash that bell thing so you don't miss a single video. Okay, as first topic, as we head into Mandalorian Season 2, I have it down here as Sasha Banks is Sabine, question mark, not is Sasha Banks Sabine, question mark. I think we're past the is she, and Uh I mean, she is. I mean, is that where we're at? Yeah, that that that's where we're at. I, I I like that call. That is coming out. I mean, you're coming out firing. You're firing shots, and that's mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing, right? Uh, it's <laughs> uh, they're on our six, and we're we're doing everything. We got you know evasive maneuvers. Uh, yeah, man. Like like, like it has to be right. I mean, what what else is? Well, she's not Ahsoka. She she's not anybody else. I mean, I 
why why not you know also i mean the one line that we got right from the from the monday night um you know football, fo- football game we had the, the quote where din Djarin needs to go find more mandalorians and it just so happens you have sasha, sasha banks there looking like sabine seemingly i mean trained a bit. it all fits it just all fits the narrative mm-hmm. that was being painted around her Everything seems to be going that direction. I, hair color, I'm in. I'm, you know, count me in, General. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, I think. Look, you. I mean, there's there's so much to go off of. One in the Mandalorian documentary, uh, where they, you know, the here's how we made it. They talked a lot about Cara Dune and why they liked her because uh, as Gina Carano because she was a UFC fighter. And so, you know, hey, she's tough. You know, she can do a lot of these stunts. We know that Mandalorian, uh, you know, Din Djarin, Mando, has to go. And he's going to be finding more Mandalorians, uh, these other people. Um, and then you have Sasha Banks. So, one, she fit, she fills that role of somebody who is, you know, she's a WWE wrestler. So, obviously, she's a great stunt performer. Um, she's good on the mic. Uh, in wrestling and kind of her wrestling persona is you know she always has this like very vibrant colored hair i've talked about this before uh i think right now it's like bright blue um you know and she she changes it uh all the time uh and who else do we know in star wars that has very bright colored hair and changes it quite often well that would be sabine the only difference is that sasha banks has long hair and sabine has short hair but what's to say that hasn't changed you know, what's to, what's to say? What's to say that hasn't changed? Right. That's about right. the only thing. And I don't think Sasha Banks wears a wig. I think it's the real deal. Obviously, yeah, it's she's really, wrestling. Yeah. She's yeah. wrestling. I don't think you could like, you know, so if you ever hooded, you ha- you know, you have whatever you, you, you can you can figure that out. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I just I mean, I, I think it, like it's it's you can change the hair color. You can do a lot of different things with it, whatever, whatever that might be. It might be that Sabine kind of went away from that, shifted away and said, you know what? Um, maybe she took a different, different path. It really doesn't matter. She looks like her flat out just looks mm-hmm. like her. So I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it, it just has to be, there's no more question in my mind that that is Sabine Wren. And so then later on, I think we can, we can kind of talk about what that, what that means for season two and where, where we're going, you know? Right. Well, I mean, no, I think we can we can go ahead and jump into it. I don't want to necessarily get into the Ahsoka conversation just yet. Um, that's going to be our next uh, segment. But uh, just uh, let's 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 just say let's just you know that it is Sabine, right? Because I don't know that you can do Ahsoka and not do Sabine. I mean, it's called the Mandalorian, yeah. so Sabine is totally that character. That she is a Mandalorian. We're yeah. supposed to get Bo-Katan. That's another segment we'll, we'll come up to. Um, and now there's rumors of a possible Bo-Katan, Cara Dune, Disney Plus series. Uh, yeah, that's like total t- slight situation. I saw Star Wars Theory talking about it. Saw Star Wars Reddit, some other things. Wow. Um, it's certainly gaining some uh, gaining some rumors because um, we do know uh, Katie Sackoff is supposed to be playing Bo-Katan in this season yeah. so we'll that's we'll talk about that later too but so just Sasha Banks right so and and Sabine who I think she, she is, is I yes. think I think it's pretty I think it's pretty, yep. it's pretty safe to say other than that she would just be some sort of original character but what original character would she be I mean you know you're just going to introduce some character who may die this season or something that kind of you know um <clears throat> I don't think she's a Jedi even though in the the first trailer, oh, you know, he's talking about the Jedi, and then you see that person. I think that's why you have it be 
Sabine. It just opens it up to all of these other characters, right? If if there's good, if you're if we're gonna have Ahsoka, we're gonna have Sabine. Um, I think Sabine is the perfect Mandalorian to run into first mm-hmm. for Mando, um, even more so than Boba Fett, who we may get, because Sabine is almost like a Mandalorian outcast, and she is tied to that stronger, bigger like Mandalore kind of kind of group but in her own way she's kind of she's a lone wolf she does her own thing <laughs> she's a lone um, so wolf. i think she's kind of <laughs> a little bit yeah yeah loath wolf yeah exactly so i think she's the per the perfect kind of mandalorian for him to run into because he is somebody who is almost trying to help he wants to rebuild he wants to make Mandalore better and she is actually kind of she kind of in some ways has gone in the opposite direction of not wanting to be as tied to Mandalore and stuff like that and so I think it's kind of almost this this that would be this kind of cool parallel well she is more tied to a bigger Mandalorian yeah, than yeah. Mando is but you, you have yeah, that it's, kind it's of almost like I don't know not necessarily a foil but I mean really she is on Lothal and has is is separate as you say and we don't really know exactly uh what happened with this with the siege of mandalore and everything that that kind of takes place well that i mean the siege of mandalore i'm I'm thinking i guess even uh after the events of the clone wars and so on like what happened during the time of the empire the the whole nine yards there it seems like from the epilogue in rebels that she stayed on lothal and was is as you say away from um her people and then you have someone who's adopted in to her group of people who wants to uh, gather foundlings and who wants to gather Beskar and better that group of people. And so it would be kind of ironic for him to come across someone like that who happens to be very well informed and happens to be connected in an odd way to a really high ranking royalty, almost uh, maybe symbolically uh, royals of the Mandalore you know, group. So that would be that would be really cool, I think, and interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can also use her like, – like, let's say you don't want to go down the Ezra Bridger route, right, with Sabine and, and Ahsoka. Um, Sabine still has run across so many important people like Saw Gerrera, not that we're going to see him. Um, but, you know, she has run across big players herself, Lando, um, that could then also be sort of a bridge um, in between Mando and some of these other – other big characters uh and that could that could serve that could serve something like that as well yeah gosh you just you totally i i i just had one of those those moments where you mentioned a character and i said to myself wow they really want to go for some stuff you, you talk about those those original characters you just mentioned lando and i'm and we we, mm-hmm. we actually have someone who you know we, we we had solo and so that's that's interesting to think about everyone that Sabine has come across. And I don't even think those characters need to, to show up on the screen, but just to reference them, talk about them and be associated in some way is interesting. So, yeah. Right. And yeah. I would also, I would also love to see what Sabine um, is up to currently. I mean, I think, uh, you know, even if you don't tie in Ezra Bridger and let's just say the whole Ahsoka thing, like for just for, for just total argument's sake. Right. Yeah. Um, even though we're about to talk about her, let's just say the whole Ahsoka thing was just a big bait, bait and ploy. She's not in it, and we just get, and we only got Sabine. I would still be fine with that, and yeah. I think that 
um, it would be it would just be really cool to tie Mando um, in 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 with her because we can see you know what is, what is she up to like I want to see like I would love to see some of these characters um, you know we're probably going to you know uh, ah- Ahsoka and Sabine like what do they think now that Palpatine's been defeated now that the Empire has been defeated like what are they up to what how what's what is the post empire world look like for sabine and ahsoka uh, yeah and actually this that's a really interesting uh point right we never got all the answer well we don't have next to any of the uh, answers as to why they're still in major hiding uh the the imperials are still out there and they are the imperial remnant uh, maybe they're still hunting them down but i mean really they've they've already taken their precious metals and they've They've done what they can to that that group of people, unless there's just some uh, great hatred between the two groups. And anytime you know a Mandalorian sees an imp or whatever, boom, they're going at it and they're fighting. I like what? Why keep so secret? Are they plotting some secret, you know, revenge? Are they just trying to rebuild? Are they that uh, like like are people that bent on trying to wipe them out completely? You, you, does that make sense? I mean, like, why not reemerge? Mm-hmm. In, 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 in a larger way and they made it seem like they just they, they they're never out and they, they can they can never be in, the, in that group like out and about and stuff and so it's still just really kind of um not clear I guess as to what their whole agenda is and what they were trying to accomplish and you know they're trying to grow I mean they're, they're trying to grow in number and they're trying to but the armorer doesn't really let on to where they're going they just need to rebuild you know they need more like the Beskar was a good thing the foundlings are good this is the way. Um, I don't. I don't know. You know. Is it so? I hope. I'm hoping yeah, that Sa- I'm with you. Sabine has got to be that that bridge between how Mandalore once was and then how it has shifted. It is a. It is a. Um, a system. A planet. Uh, a group of people who has changed drastically over time. They went from being warrior like people to pacifist back to a warrior like cult and back. I mean, it's just. It's just. Uh, they go from one extreme to the other. So. You know, uh, this this, and if they're almost wiped out, and they're saved by people who are, you know, who are these foundlings or whatever that they've adopted in, well, then that's uh, humbling, I guess, in in a sense, because it seemed like they might have been super proud as as to. I mean, I was looking up, um, I was talking to our buddy, our buddy Lane, and he asked whether Jango Fett was actually a Mandalorian or not. Was he from the planet Mandalore? And and technically, when you look it up. He's he's not. It's supposed that maybe he even stole that armor, uh, and 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 so on. So and the people of Mandalore were proud to you know like they didn't grasp on and associate right. with him if that makes sense. So there is a bit of a, a a pride factor to their culture. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So all right, guys. Hey, let us know what do you think. Uh, what do you think Sabine's role? Basically, we're we're already saying that Sasha Banks is Sabine. Not necessarily is she Sabine, but uh, just go ahead and pretty much saying she is. And she what is. do you think her role is gonna be? So. Right. Okay. As moving on, uh, question number two here. I have down. When will we see Ahsoka? in season two of Mandalorian. Do you think she will be in multiple episodes? Do you think it's just at the end? Uh, and then and then, what do you think her role is going to be? Yeah, so they, if it goes similar to, to season one, I think you've got some something pretty big in episode one. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't think it's Ahsoka. I think it could be Sabine. It could be a conversation. It could be, I mean, I highly doubt that they're going to, what they showed us in the trailer is going to be the one 
like reveal or whatever. I think it's going to be, it could be a name drop at the end of episode one or something with Sabine. So then Ahsoka uh, for me could possibly be the ending to, to, to the season. Just have somebody step on and either take baby Yoda or join the team and guide them somewhere. Um, I mean, one of my favorite ideas right now is that someone is using that dark saber against Dinjarin, who is not trained and who is still trying to learn how to use all different, all of his Mandalorian equipment and his suit and, and everything and is, is growing. Um, and you know, he's being attacked by the dark saber, whether it's Moff Gideon or whoever, and a couple, you know, you get the, you got the dark saber coming down, right? Maybe even coming down on an exhausted baby Yoda. And you see this white lightsaber come out of nowhere and stop it. You know what I mean? This maybe even disarm him in some way. And that's some epic, like what, you know, Ahsoka moment where she steps on in the very last episode. And when everything seems like it's lost, it's, it's, it's totally the moment that I wanted in the force awakens when the lightsaber is stuck in the snow and and you think it's going to fly, you know, to instead of Ray, I was thinking Luke Skywalker and then boom, but cause like, where did he come from? You know, I want to say with Ahsoka, where did she come from? Yeah. Yeah. You and I have talked about that moment in, in Force Awakens and how epic it would have been when he's like, you know, that belongs to me. And then it's like, no, it belongs to me. And it's Luke. And, <laughs> yes. oh, I gotta, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, it just would have been right, I know. infinitely I know. better than what we got. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> although I like I like Force Awakens, but um, yeah, and I love Ray. Yeah, I'm 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 with. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, I, I think I, I think we 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 see Ahsoka in episode end of episode seven, and then through episode eight. Um, we know, you know, just from the the trailer, they're on the starship, uh, like this possibly a star destroyer, right? Moff Gideon's possible star destroyer, which would be amazing, and they're like doing something up there. Um, so I think I think I think you, we 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 come across Sasha Banks Sabine. Um, and we see her maybe like end of end of episode one and beginning of episode two. We see her again, maybe like episode six. And then like she's there seven and eight. And then she's going to be obviously the one that's going to bring on backup, which will be Ahsoka. Um, we have some 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 ideas about Moff Gideon uh, that I don't necessarily want to get into right just mm-hmm. yet, because I'll save that for our Moff Gideon uh, uh, topic um, and and epi- and, and uh, video. But um, I, I, I think I think Sabine is ultimately the one who will bring Ahsoka in, in, into the fold by running across Mandal- Mando, right? And so then Ahsoka will be the one who will step in, save the day at the end. I think we're going to have a Moff Gideon-Mando fight, and Moff Gideon with the advantage of the Darksaber will be a tough fight for, for Mando. Um, who, you know, Mandalorians in the past have gone toe-to-toe with Jedi. I mean, we saw, and I, I think one of the most underrated fights in, in all of Star Wars is that uh, episode episode two Kamino fight between um, yeah. Jango Fett and, and Obi-Wan, in which Jango Fett is able to at least kind of escape, you know, because he has all of these different tactics. But I would say that Jango Fett is probably a little more skilled than Mando is currently. I mean, Mando just got a jetpack. Uh, he seems to be, you know, just slowly kind of acquiring these these tools. Whereas Jango Fett, by the time we see him, has at least had a lot of these items for a presumable amount of time. Um, and certainly in the Legends comics, Jango Fett was pretty. He was pretty beastly. Uh, to be to be entirely to be in, in, entirely honest. Um, 
So I I I think I think it's possible that Mando will fight Din, uh, that will fight Moff Gideon towards the end. Um, and just not be able to necessarily take him because maybe he, you know, the dark saber is just, it's too much, too powerful. It's an incredibly powerful yeah. relic. Um, and so then it's just a different way of fighting. And then he, maybe he's also trying to protect baby Yoda. So he's not, he can't, you know, your, your mind's kind of in two places. Um, and so you will have Ahsoka there, uh, step in kind of save the day. And then I think we'll ultimately be Mando that will end up. Um, you know, defeating M- Moff Gideon, but I believe. But from what I've from what I've been reading, uh, there's been an interview. I oh god, what's the guy's name? I blank. I blank yeah, on the, who the actor Moff. who plays who plays Moff Gideon, and he has certainly alluded to the idea that he will be around for seasons. Oh, really? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah. So he will he will continue on. Um, in 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 season three and four. So yeah, I I, I saw an interview uh, with him as well where he was kind of talking about that we were going to in the next couple of seasons explore the origins of the dark saber and um, Mandalore right. and Mandalorians. And so I was like, well, that's awesome because a lot of times in our speculation, we get a little bit carried away with um, Ahsoka and Sabine, but at the same time, I mean, Ahsoka is very much tied to the Mandalorians is very much, I mean, has a history mm-hmm. with them and their people. And, and so, I mean, it, it kind of makes kind of, kind of makes sense. Uh, whether that's through Ezra or Fulcrum or just you know, uh, the Clone Wars, all that all that stuff. Her her facing down Darth Maul. I mean the whole nine yards, right? So Ahsoka is very much tied to that group of people, and obviously Sabine is as well. So even though he says we're going to explore some of that, I mean it doesn't mean we can't explore it with Ahsoka and Sabine, which makes a lot of sense actually. I guess that right. that, that we could, but I, I guess what I mean is when we focus on Ahsoka. And Sabine, sometimes our shift is to like the force and the nature of, of you know, mm-hmm. like maybe Ezra Bridger and Thrawn, all that kind of stuff. And that may not be the direction we go. We might not even be there. I don't know that we're ever going to get any. Well, I mean, not yet. Not in this series anyways. We're not going to get any answers. I don't think we're getting any. Well, we'll save. I'm sure you got a. Right. A question on that so well but, i do yeah. i do i mean if you think about ahsoka in rebel she shows up at the end of season two and then it's the really season three when she starts to kind of serve as a, a sort of an advisor um right i mean you know the, the beginning episodes of season three with rex um is almost like hey no now she can kind of play a role i think it'll be something similar where i think it's she's going to come on so late in in this season that she's not going to be able to actually give us any answers about Baby Yoda, or even give any sort of answers to to um, Din Djarin, right? Mando that we even that we already know. I mean, you know, she's going to have to explain to Mando things we already know, right? Jedi, the Force, how it works, the Sith, um, sure, yeah. you know, the light side of the Force, the dark side of the Force, which we've potentially seen baby yoda use right the child yeah uh use it and so um and maybe she will sense darkness in him right which would be insane right uh that would be that's your season there's your season three trailer right you know darkness i sense in him and it's like a little it's like little baby and he's like yeah you know walking around it's like wow so so i mean yeah so 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 who knows um so anyway Okay, well, with that, we can move on to another topic here. Um, Got another – I think this is going to be around episodes probably four or five, kind of the middle. I I think the middle of the pack is when we will get into the Boba Fett, Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant on Tatooine possibly. I think that's probably where that will be. Um, You know, what do do you think – what do you think that's going to look like? 
Um, my guess is, I mean, two episodes of that at the max is like a carryover, but I think it's probably more one episode. Um, and it's just kind yeah. of its own contained story inside in, in, inside one episode. Yeah, Cobb Vanth is a really minor, uh, you know, kind of character. But the interesting tidbit is that he acquires uh, Mandalorian battle armor, right? And he has a complete set by the looks of it. And it's been through hell. Quote, it's been through hell and back. Um, and that's that's what we know about it. And we, we know that it's found on Tatooine. So it's sort of like, all right, well, I mean, that it's in the right place. It's the last known Mandalorian that well, last one that we know about, right? Was was Boba Fett, who was there. Um, so I mean, to me, I think I think it's you're probably right. It's probably just one episode where we're, there's gonna be a showdown, and um, Boba Fett's gonna go get his armor back, and and and, yeah. and restore. So, I mean, plain and simple, like it's just gonna be, you know, so, man, man goes back in there and he's alive. I mean, he's 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 alive. So you, he, yeah, so you think so you think you think you're you're 100 on the idea that we, Tamura Morrison, who's been also been reported to be in here, is playing Boba Fett. Some people have speculated Rex, or perhaps just some other random clone trooper. Um, and uh, and so he is he is gonna it's gonna be Boba Fett, and Boba Fett and Mando are gonna are gonna team up. So does that lead to the idea that maybe it's Cobb Vanth actually at the end of? Uh, I think it was episode five. Episode was it episode five? Oh, of Mandalorian. Uh, I think it was when they're on Tatooine. Season one, the on, on Tatooine. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. Wouldn't that be interesting? Because remember, we see the Spurs. Yes, we see the Spurs walk up. It right? Sounds and it sounds like Boba. I mean, it, it seems like it's a Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Finnick, uh, what was the assassin's name? Finnick. 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 Shand, Shand, maybe? Shand, yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's Finnick Shand, um, is the assassin, mm-hmm. female assassin there who, yeah, uh, worked for many. She may not even be dead, right? No, worked for many crime syndicates, and we saw someone walking up to that individual there. So if we saw Finnick Shand wake up and I mean be sitting next to someone wearing Boba Fett's armor, we didn't know who we who it was. And we just think we just we think right that it's that it's um, Boba Fett, but then this guy takes his helmet off midway through the episode, and you realize that's not him. That that and also that's right. not the way. Well, that's, that wasn't necessarily. Well, that's the thing we don't even know right. like like really what the air right. quote the way you know who that who that who, who that applies to necessarily. You know, um, I definitely don't think it applies right. to Boba Fett or Jango Fett. I mean that that that's that they're not under that type of order or, or restriction. It clearly doesn't apply no, to Sabine. No, that's and not their Bo-Katan their code. Them, yeah. um, so, I mean, it might be that they were that they become a part of that later on, but at the time that we see them, it's not. So, right. yeah, I could see that guy taking his helmet off and us going, "That's that's that's Timothy Oliphant. That's not him. Um, that's that's got to right. be somebody else." Right. Which would be great. Which which, by the way, I am very excited just for Timothy Oliphant in 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 Star Wars in general because I love Timothy Oliphant. He's great in literally everything I've ever seen him in. Um, you know, Deadwood, he was on the office for a bit, a little bit. Um, uh, what's the other show I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, the Santa Clara diet, the one where they're, they're zombies or whatever. And he's like, he can do comedy. He can do, uh, incredibly, uh, aggressive, <laughs> uh, type of things. If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen Deadwood. Um, so he's, he, he's, he's great. And I, I, I think, I think he would, he could 
do really really well in Star Wars. So I hope even if it is, uh, if he is Cobb, you know, Cobb Vanth, uh, he's not a one and done. I, I I think he would be a great character to come to come back to. But with w- what you said there, I thought was really interesting. You know, the way, and this can kind of lead us into maybe our next um, our next topic a little bit because I have Bo Katan as kind of our next um, as as our next topic, but. You know, maybe this season what we're, what it's going to be is getting – we're going to run across more Mandalorians and more Mandalorians that have total different mindsets of what the way or being a Mandalorian is. Because even the difference between Bo-Katan and Sabine in terms of the way they view the Mandalorian lifestyle are pretty different. I mean, there there's definitely, you know, some uh, some some conflict there. And, um, you know, then obviously if we do have Boba Fett, his is way different uh, than, than theirs. I mean, he's more of a uh, of a lone wolf, not necessarily a loath wolf. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. obviously, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. Yeah, right. right. And so it's like you're going to get all of these different clashing ideas on just what it means to be a Mandalorian. And so I think uh, that that's that's a that's a that's a really good point uh, that you made there. Yeah, so, I mean, Bo-Katan, I, I am trying to just, um, God, I really hope we get somebody to fill in the gaps for us and just tell us what, what kind of happened or even just hint at it so we can we can speculate just a little bit more because when Bo-Katan lifts the Darksaber up in, in Rebels, she's not wearing a helmet, it's totally different, it means something different. They've lost, apparently they've lost the Darksaber, right, obviously, and... Yeah, what does that what does that mean? I mean, that does that mean their their destruction where they utterly destroyed? Um, and there's just very few. I mean, I mean, scattered kind of like the Jedi. You know, you you hear about a, a one or two here and there. I mean, how how close were they being? You know, like how close did they come to being annihilated? Because um, right. I don't know. So I mean, eventually the Great Purge took place against the Mandalorians. A purge, my friend. You know, and the Imperial right. security. Uh, Bureau Officer Moff Gideon, well, Gideon, right, takes possession of the Darksaber. We don't know. I mean, that was during the Purge. So... Yeah, see, I, I I think it I think it's likely that Mo, that we will Moff Gideon will run into Mando early in the season, maybe like episode two or three. Use the dark saber, and Mando will narrowly escape, um, maybe through the help of Sabine or Bo Katan, and they will they will explain to him what it is, because I didn't even think he knows. I think mm-hmm. if he were to see it, he wouldn't even he wouldn't know because it seems like it seems like that clan of Mandalorians, um, you know, is like, I mean, he, I mean, it's like this really seems all kind of new for him, even though he's grown up in it, just because it's so small, it's so separate from everything else, and they've they've kind of developed their own way that's maybe you know different from the bigger life of of the Mandalorians that lived on Mandalore. You know, here's something interesting. Um, the armorer in talking. So let me just read you guys. This is again from from Wikipedia. But the purge. Um, uh, th- this this is uh, Vizla, Vizla who uh, Paz Vizla or Paz Vizla is that how you say his name? He's the guy who uh, we see the big mm-hmm. John Favreau is playing um, in the Mandalorian. Is talking to the. Um, he's talking about Imperial forged Beskar. Uh, these were cast in the Imperial Smelter. These are the spoils of the Great Purge. The reason why we live hidden like sand rats. 
Um, afterwards, the armor is saying to Vizsla again, our secrecy is our survival. Our survival is our strength. Our strength was once in our numbers. Now we live in the shadows and only come above ground one at a time. Our world was shattered by the empire with whom this coward shares tables. I mean, so anyways, that, like it literally jumps from the purge where they went in to get Beskar. They gathered it and they used it. Um, and it, it says that most Mandalorians were killed. This led to the, to the Mandalorian group known as the tribe that was operating in secrecy after the fall. I, I have to imagine that there are other tribes, that there are other factions, right? Or is this the only tribe? You know what I mean? I'd have to, I, I'd have to assume that there's more out yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if Bo-Katan's still alive, I'm sure she has a group with her. I mean, Sabine is kind of doing her own thing that's, like, kind of separate of just being a Mandalorian. Um, but I would just have to imagine that there, there's more. I mean, first and foremost, I you know, even outside of, like, whatever, there's definitely more out there because Disney just continues to create new Jedi who survived Order 66. So there's right. obvious, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, it seems like every story is like, well, okay, this is another Jedi who survived Order 66, right? And now he's off doing, you know, right. his, 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 his own thing. So I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the same with, uh, with, with, with Mandalorians, uh, as, as well. But, um, yeah, so, so, uh, so you know, just for me, I guess on, on, on Bo-Katan, I think, again, you know, Sabine will lead us to Bo-Katan, who will lead us to um, Ahsoka, in, in, in ultim ultimately kind of kind of kind of kind of in the end. As Sabine will say, hey, there's a group. If you're looking for Mandalorians, I know of a group. Because um, I don't think I don't think we're I don't think it's going to be Sabine like Sabine's going to be traveling with them or anything. But I think you know we'll run into her early early in the season. If you're looking for Mandalorians, go here. He does. Um, I'm maybe like episode six or four somewhere somewhere in that thing, and then episode five I think will be the the Boba Fett episode, kind of the middle of the season. Okay. Um, and then he'll run across them, and then that's where when things will will change maybe they get attacked and maybe their group gets attacked by moff gideon and that causes some dissent because they they're trying to rebuild in 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 secret and mando leads moff gideon to them and now i can take care of this which oh, is yeah. why he's like got a, maybe got a full-on star destroyer and perhaps other you know tie fighters and stuff like that that's a good thought now actually we can, yeah that now we can kind of let yeah now we can kind of lay siege to the to this group of mandalorians that uh has perhaps we've had run-ins with, you know, or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, that would be totally would make sense. That I mean, we're we know he's looking for other Mandalorians, trying to understand uh, more about maybe their ancient war wars with mm -hmm. the sorcerers and and such. And so, um, on accident leads Moff Gideon there. That'd be crazy. That'd be yeah, yeah. And and um, I would not put it past. I would not put it past the idea of the New Republic also having issues with remaining Mandalorians and perhaps not liking them as well. Um, I could certainly see an argument uh, for people in the New Republic saying, well, if Mandalore hadn't been neutral, if Mandalore had fought with us, Palpatine would have never happened. Uh, the Empire would have never, you know, would have never um, existed. And maybe they kind of have issues with them as well. And that would be kind of a cool, a cool dynamic as well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I don't really know where to bring this up, so I'm just going to bring this up now. Um, you know, I was just looking at 
the Mandalorians and I'm looking at some of their um, Wikipedia pages and we were talking about Paz Vizsla, right? And we're talking about he's there. He's this heavy uh, infantry Mandalorian who's a member of the tribe. So Vizsla is a super important name, right? I mean, he was basically, Mm -hmm. I mean, we talk about Bo-Katan being there. Bo-Katan is supported by House Vizsla at one point and it has a, an ancient an ancient history clan Vizsla is like they're it man you've got you've got tar Vizsla pre Vizsla uh mandalore leaders i mean big big deal people so it's just interesting we have that guy who's there who's tying us into uh you know i mean who's who can tie us back to a group of like i, I hate to use the word like pure blood but like you know i mean those who were not found. No, I gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, which right. I think, yeah, that, that like he's there. So what does, what else does he know? What does it, what, what does that guy know that, that he can tell us? So just speculation. You know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Hey, uh, all right. My final kind of question here before we start moving into our, our listeners questions as mm-hmm. Moff Gideon. And his role in in Mando season two, and where do we go after season two? Who is above Moff Gideon? You and I were talking about this on the phone the other day, and we were like, "God, we got to sit down uh, and yeah. and record this because I'm act- I think I can- I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think I have some really cool ideas uh, for Moff Gideon this season. Where we go um, after? I this is how I would kind of do mm-hmm. it, and of course they can do it however they want. Mm-hmm. But I would almost, you know, we we we've talked about Ahsoka coming in. Okay, maybe she's fighting. Um, Moff, maybe she kind of steps in, and it's you know her and Mando maybe fighting Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon's trying to get Baby Yoda. Maybe Baby Yoda's like not dead or anything, injured, you know, like knocked out or whatever or something. Um, and you know they're fighting, they're they're doing their thing, and um, Moff Gideon maybe knocks Ahsoka out like unsurprisingly or something by using the Force, mm-hmm. and I think it would be that would be a really cool way because then oh maybe then you could tie in um, Palpatine if you want to go down that route. Um, you and I talked about the idea of you know us. I think a cool surprise character in a way to redeem mm-hmm. someone in a way, even though episode nine kind of did its own thing with him would be like Snoke. If you wanted to say, bring him in and then, okay, now we already clearly have Palpatine's contingency plan taking effect. And he has all, maybe all these different Snokes and and stuff like that. And then he's working with Moff Gideon. We talked about you and I talked about uh, on the phone, just the idea of maybe, you know, who are those characters that we can, we can use because right now you're getting the beginnings. You know, it's the end of the empire. They're still clinging on. And also the beginning of what will become the first order, and so do you see uh, maybe next season? What is it, uh, uh, Admiral mm-hmm. Pride, right? That some of yeah. the, some of these people who who are are in the in the final the, the final order, right? We, you know, he's he's Pride's part of yeah. the, the final order. Um, 
who is Gideon taking orders from? Is he is he is he still think he's taking orders from Palpatine, or is he just trying to lift the keep the Empire alive on yeah. his own? So I would love it if actually he were force sensitive, um, and then that could kind of immediately knock a soak out. Because I do ultimately think that it, it should be Mando who kind of mm-hmm. beats him this season. You know, now that I, I, I we 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 said earlier that may, maybe they'll fight. And early in the season, Amando can't take him right because he's you know he doesn't know how to use all you know he's he's still kind of learning all of these new toys yeah. that he has, um, and and he has the dark saber, and so the Mando will have to kind of fight him, uh, go to, go down that route. But I mean, what would be really great would be is if Moff Gideon goes to use the Force and he's Force choking Din Djarin and it's baby Yoda who uses the Force, you know, on on him and and, and to go down that route. And I think, think, you know, the Darksaber is cool, but if Moff Gideon is going to be around for multiple seasons, which I think it seems like is is going to be the case, um, that, yeah, maybe you need him to be Force-sensitive, which gives you a a bigger reason as to why he's Mm -hmm. after him. He's after him because he wants to rebuild, you know, the Empire and he knows the danger of force wielders mm-hmm. and Jedi because he's certainly old enough. Moff Gideon is is certainly old enough to have been around, um, yeah. you know, you know, during d- during the Clone Wars. Yeah. But, yeah. Probably a young man or something. Yeah, for sure. Um Man, I tell you what, I I actually really like the idea of of him being force sensitive. I I think that would be fantastic. If all of a sudden he's disarmed, right, and you think, oh, awesome, we got the we got the dark saber away from him, but it's not over, right? This party is not over yet, and he uses the force, and he's got the Mandalorian pinned against the wall or something. Even though he has the dark saber, he can't use it. He can't even maybe maybe he's he's completely disarmed. And then Baby Yoda does something that would be next level. And whether it is just some big fight between him and Ahsoka, some force uh, fight situation, eh, that, that, that's cool. This is a story about the Mandalorian. We want to keep focused on him and have, you know, have it be that he has his moment. Um, I've even thought that something bad, uh, it, kept, it, it kept seeming like something bad was going to happen with Baby Yoda. We kept almost losing the child in season one. Uh, and you know what I mean? Gosh, if, if he seems super secure and safe for all of this next season, and we're just we start to get relaxed, like oh, he's with he's, he's good, he's there. They seem more snug, and then we lose him at the end. Like not, I don't mean like he dies. I but like uh, I mean I, he may get he he may get taken, and taken, and on yeah. they may they may be they 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 may be racing to get him back in that shot we see of them on the Star Destroyer, where like no, we got to go get him back. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Could, yeah, it could be. I was thinking more toward. I, I was thinking, what you'd want to do is lull the audience into thinking he's safe until near the mm-hmm. end. Although he's, he's still being he's still being searched for this entire time. So I mean, it just depends on on which what you want to do. You're trying to return him to safety. So um, yeah, there's just. I mean, we have we have no idea, and it would just be interesting. But I love the like the idea right. that you're so, a dark side force user for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so I, a part of so part of the other question I guess I had for you as was, um, where do you think we go after Moff Gideon, or do you think Moff Gideon is working for somebody? Do you think he's just trying to build this up by himself? Um, you and I have talked off the screen about. I think 
if you're going to go down the route with Sabine mm-hmm. and Ahsoka, there is the perfect villain to bring back into yeah. the fold. Um, but I mean, I guess, I, I guess, where, where do you, where, what do you think? Do you think is there a chain of command above well, him? Well, I think or, right or now. So let's 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 talk about just right now, and then let's. I'm gonna let you drop. Uh, you know where we think this this could ultimately go, because. Um, yeah, right. Right now, and like whether it's squadrons, you see some. I mean, the, the new game that came out where we're talking about the the battle between the Imperial Remnant and the, and the New Republic, and um, the the massive tractor beam that the New Republic is building, and these weapons and all that stuff is going on. Right. Uh, you also then have the the books. You've got Alphabet Squadron um, and its follow up. I can't remember the name of it uh, off the top of my head, but I haven't read that one yet. Uh, I need to get on that though because that that looks like it's going to be a good book. And, and in that, what, what I've learned just in some of the cliff notes, even that I've read, is you still have like the Empire. When you look at, the, at what's left of the Empire, they are trying desperately to um, come together. Uh, but in, 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 in an odd way, it's not really a uh, well, you actually see it in the squadrons video game. Uh, Admiral Sloan shows up and once Sloan leaves and, and we get past you know, her exit and we, we have the whole Battle of Jakku situation goes down. The, a, after that, we have some major issues for the, this Imperial Remnant. We don't really know who is in charge. Is it the Moffs? Um, would it be someone like a Grand Admiral? Um, which, which of the Admirals are, you know, is, is it, it seems like they're split and they're shattered. And so they're trying to, some of them are even cut off from one another, right? So one group in this sector or this system cannot get to another um they've they've sent out distress calls and they're trying to regroup with other imperials they're on the ropes 100 percent on the ropes and they're working on you know they, they were trying to acquire this child we don't know what for for who who is calling the shots the contingency plan uh up to the point of the battle of jakku and even maybe um thereafter for 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 some time it's just that Whatever's left over, I mean, Operation Cinder was just to burn it all down, right? And then to, from it, we were going to, like, the First Order, the whole situation, you know, um, Palpatine's going to rise a new a new order. Um, but what was left behind wasn't completely destroyed, and it is trying to figure out how to move forward. So, I don't know. It is, it is a huge mystery. I bet it's that Moff, Moff Gideon's in a huge position of power. Your Moffs are, are, are regional kind of governors almost, right? And they're, they... they control vast regions so i'm imagining that he has a lot of power although it looks like from what i read in wikipedia he started off as an isb agent was like an it was like one of the imperial security bureau agents so i don't know if he just i don't know how he actually you know climbed to power uh and and what his his ascent to power was was like we don't know anything about his history yet but it has to be that he's warring you have these internal struggles that they're, they're going to war with each other until someone shows up who could unite them. All right. Right. And I think, you know, who that someone mm-hmm. is. I mean, you've been, you've talked to me about this individual, right? I do. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, one, I mean, we'll just, we'll just go ahead and possibly disqualify ourselves from this because we're such fanboys of this character. And um, I think seeing this character on screen would be just be amazing yeah, in, in its own right. But if you're going down the path of Sabine and Ahsoka, I think the the only character, um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll explain this. I'll explain this in, in two reasons. One, there's a very logical reason because who else do you bring in? 
uh, Darth Maul's gone. You know, that was the big deal in Rebels. Oh, yeah. let's bring Maul back. You know, oh, okay. And, 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 and in Clone Wars, oh, we can bring Maul back, right, and create, the, create this chaos. Palpatine's gone. That's why I kind of tossed out the idea possibly of, of mm-hmm. Snoke. I mean – I mean, if you, if you know, Palpatine, I think is 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 who knows who knows what he's doing. But I don't think I don't think we're going to get to Palpatine no, level. No. Maybe rumblings yeah. or something. Although you do see in Battlefront Two, you do see the Praetorian Guard with like the, the Palpatine's yeah. mm-hmm. kind of face, the Sentinel. So it's possible we could see one of those, which would be <laughs> insane. But there is one big villain, you know, out there um, potentially who's still alive. And that is Grand Admiral Thrawn, who would be the perfect uh, character to bring in to challenge Mando and and Baby Yoda again. You bring in ah- Ahsoka and Sabine, and maybe you know that turns into its own show or whatever route you want to go in. But I th- I think I I ultimately think Thrawn is this is is a great sort of end villain. Um. For Mando, because at the end, of, I mean, at the end of this, I guess the question is like, how, what is what is what is his ultimate story going to be? Is it just going to be some guy who's bounty hunting from here mm-hmm. and here and here? I mean, the, the underlying kind of theme in in the season in the season one that seems like it's going to get pushed a lot more in season two is rebuilding Mandalore and, and rebuilding the 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 Mandalorian. Um, sort of culture and so you're gonna need somebody like thrawn who's dealt yeah, uh you know yeah. <laughs> with uh you know with 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 the mandalorians in, in order to sort of um y- you know to have like a big struggle uh that, that that that's going on and that's why we talked about hey maybe moff gideon you know mandalorian with bo katan this season and then accidentally leads them there and he wipes out a bunch more because uh, that was a big deal i mean in season one it was a big deal right when all the mandalorians were wiped out yeah. by moff gideon and so that's kind of been that that underlying theme so i think you could bring in thrawn that obviously um he's he could come back he met he was taken away from everything that happened uh mm-hmm. by ezra right he kind of takes him out of the picture from from the the rebel the rebel alliance but then he can come back and be like well Palpatine's gone. The remnants of the Empire are gone. I'm a That's grand right. admiral. Right. I'm in. I'm in charge. That's right. And then, then you, then you get, you go. Well, and, and the other thing route. is, if you're the Mandalorians and you and you are driving toward, because that's a really you know great point. Is this just a? I, it's supposed to be. We're going to explore the underworld a little bit. We're going to um, explore pirate gangs and and possibly the huts and and the bounty hunters guild and all that cool stuff, which is awesome. But. Uh, is it that there's this thread of reconnecting this child to force sensitives? And through that, then we're also building up maybe a partnership um, with force sensitives or, or an Ahsoka and Ezra, whoever with the Mandalorians. And we're going to see a reemergence of the Mandalorian people and the perhaps, I mean, it's not like the new Republic would say, Hey, we don't want to see that happen again. Right. Um, that's that, even though they were an independent system, for most of the Clone Wars situation, they were still, I mean, a big, they're, they're, they're a big deal in, 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 in the galaxy. And so it's a big system, not even just a planet. There's a system of planets around it that were really important. So, yeah, if that's rebuilt, New Republic's going to be like, that's fine. Uh, it'd be the Empire who would, who would not want that and who would try to oppose it. You know, 
if you look at a galactic map, and I, I had one up the other day where you could see where some of it's 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 speculation some of it because um, we don't have anything directly from story group or, or star wars that shows us every region where the um, the imperials are, are actually still like hold kind of control but they do hold control in some systems in some regions still they've just been pushed back uh to the edge of of, of the galaxy and they've been kind of contained in a sense and they're fighting back trying to gain control uh, over new territories and new regions or reclaiming those i guess from the new republic so you still have this struggle going on um yeah i don't know i mean it it uh I, I, it although you know you really don't and that's the, like yeah so the the thing is i don't quite understand what the um like are they are they just are they, they're completely leaderless right because you have we know we know what happens at the battle of jakku and then afterwards you have this surrender you know ultimately there is a, there there is a there is a mm -hmm. surrender at coruscant and, and things so that's why you ask, like, who's who's kind of calling the shots for for some of these things? It's it's unclear. I'll go look at the timeline just to make sure. But yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, man. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I mean, that's why I think Thrawn maybe get on the route of, of like Snoke or just one of those Sentinels um, with Palpatine certainly giving orders because it's way too early for characters in the First Order, and um. You know, if you were just some other bad guy, right? Like, if this were if this were like the rise of a crime syndicate, I'd say, wow, maybe they're going to try to bring in Amelia Clark and and go down go down that route. Which, by the way, I would not be a, I opposed to, um, or uh, I I think that would be an awesome thing to do in season three or four, because uh, we know Kira, right? She's still out there. Uh, we you know we didn't we don't know what happened. To, we don't we have no idea what happens to her after Solo. And this isn't that far after Solo, so um, you could go to that route. But you know, this isn't this isn't crime syndicates they're running into. This is the remnants of the Empire. So you're going to need somebody kind of connected with the Empire. And the only real guys, I mean, Tarkin's dead, so you can't really bring in him. Um, I, I mean, the only kind of villain it could be is like Thrawn, a you know an early Snoke or something that's kind of controlled by Palpatine slash something to do with Palpatine and that's I mean that's really about it unless you're going to just create some other new villain but you already kind of did that in Moff Gideon right so I mean unless it's just Moff Gideon running running the uh, the thing but I, I still like the idea of somebody behind him I mean that's kind of Star Wars right yeah. I mean Oh, here's Darth. Here's Darth Vader. God, he's he's terrible. Oh, wait, Episode Five. Wait, who did he right. just talk to? Okay, Episode Six, the Emperor. Even the prequels. I mean, oh, Darth Maul. Ah, oh, but it's Darth Sidious that's running it. Darth Count Dooku. Oh, but it's Darth Sidious, right? The Trade Federation. Oh, but it's Darth Sid. You know, and so again, you you have Palpatine, and then the sequels just make stuff up on the fly. Um, you know, like uh, so. I mean, um, you know, it's like, hey, you have Snoke. Oh, but Snoke's actually Palpatine, or you have. Uh, Kylo Ren and it's Snoke and then it, so it goes up the chain so you and I, I think you you need that you need that kind of that 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 build up to an even even bigger villain and there's just not a lot of Star Wars villains in this time period that you can pick from other than bringing Thrawn back which is why I think it's going to be him yeah yeah it, yeah it would have to be so I as, as you were talking there, I was just looking this up so the dude I mean this is uh, so okay and in, in five ABY after the bad for the, the battle of Yavin um, is when you kind of have this time of, of peace. 
you had the Galactic uh, Concordance was signed, the New Republic and the Galactic Empire cease hostilities, both powers begin a process of disarmament. Um, I mean, Luke Skywalker is searching for a lost lore in the Force. Ahsoka and Sabine Wren begin their journey for their, their search for Ezra Bridger. Um, let's see. Yes, yeah, sometime after 5 ABY, an, an Imperial Remnant has fled uh, to the unknown regions. All right, so we, we more on them later, right? Uh, and then it's 9 ABY when we see small little groups who are, so that's like four years after, right? And you still see these Imperial remnants, these groups that are out there doing, you know, what, you know, whatever. Um, there has been some talk that we could see some tie-in to the First Order and like maybe the long reach of the First Order and that perhaps they're still getting uh, orders or some way there's a communication going on uh, there. I have to imagine too, if Thrawn does, if he is in the unknown region and you, you did have a faction of what was Gallius Rex, uh, you know, setting up Admiral Sloan and others and um, Hawks to go start the first order and that they kind of go to the unknown region. Well, if Thrawn is, is alerted to that through the Chiss ascendancy, then might say something has happened and I need to get back. And maybe he was actually in contact. Maybe he did receive some of the emperor's messages you know, uh, to the Sentinels or to the, you know, about the contingency plan. So yeah, I totally think there'd be a reason he would, it would take time, but he would see that there is a void and would maybe come back and try to unite whatever remnant there is. Although I keep saying Imperial remnant, there might not be much of one. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know that it's, that it's that big or it's that, that significant. So in, in that case, then right, yeah. Who is he fighting? I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, maybe I mean maybe Sabine and Ahsoka are searching for Ezra, and it'd be so cool if if you know they just say, they don't necessarily say his name, but they say, oh, we're search. Well, I was searching for somebody, and they felt through the Force, Baby Yoda, and then that's how they uh, they come to them all thinking it was Ezra, but it's not, right? Yeah, we're searching for somebody. Yeah, somebody who was lost. They never say his name, right. but you totally know who yeah. it is. Like it'd be so. It, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It'd be, be be so good. So awesome. All right, hey right. guys, as always, you know, let us know. Leave us a comment. Send us a transmission on what you think. But as uh, let's move on. We got a lot of transmissions uh, to cover here, and I think we're already an hour in. So as we said, guys, it's gonna be a big show. Because Mandalorian comes out yeah, next week. Yeah, absolutely. Episode one. So, right. Uh, here we go. Um, we actually have like uh, we got we got a, we got a couple uh, transmissions here. Hey, Matnez, this is from a Sith has no name. Okay, so uh, I believe yeah. that's uh, one of our good buddies over at the Bend the Knee Game of Thrones podcast, um, who is a bannerman who has 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 no name. Right. Um, he says, "Hey, Matnez, been listening to Hyperspace ever since Game of Thrones season eight ended. How I discovered you guys originally, but this is my first time writing in. I've toyed around with the idea of sending in my origin story for a ro- while now. It's a bit lengthy, but listening to your breakdown of Mandalorian season two has got me down a rabbit hole that I have to run past you guys." Here's what I've been thinking. We hear in the trailer, I believe he's talking about the original one, um, that Mando's mission is to deliver Baby Yoda to the Jedi. I would say it's less likely that they meet up with Luke slash Leia, and it seems uh, like at some point Mandalorian and Baby Yoda will interact with Abin and Ahsoka. Unfortunately, I also think that the Mandalorian series ultimately ends with Mando sacrificing himself 
to save Baby Yoda after finally completing his goal and getting Baby Yoda to uh, safety slash a family. In my opinion, this would be a perfect way to tie up the series when the time comes. Not sure if you guys agree. Uh, that leaves Baby Yoda to who? Likely Ahsoka and Sabine. What if we finally get to search for Ezra Bridger with Ahsoka, Sabine, and Baby Yoda along with a ride um, and training him throughout their journeys? Personally, this is something I would love to see. While it's possibly a crazy fan theory and wishful thinking, I don't think it's too crazy uh, and things could be lining up this way. I would love to know what you guys think. Uh, most of the time, uh, you guys are up for Ezra Bridger theories, so thought you would enjoy more to come. A Sith has no name. Uh, yeah, I can say that uh, Ezra Kirk is always up for Ezra Bridger theories. Yeah. <laughs> always. I, I, guys, sometimes I wake up in the morning, and I don't always wear it to school, but I sometimes put on my Where is Ezra pin, and I just walk <laughs> around my room and think about where he's at, you know? So, yeah. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um Man, I don't know. Like, like, I, where could we see a sacrifice at the end? Right. That's that's the thought. Could we see? I'm not this season, obviously, right? But like, right. I mean, I don't know. With all the rumors and stuff that are going on, all that stuff they're talking about uh, with right. with uh, yeah, with, with Mando is, is a little crazy. But well, I mean, yeah. Towards the end, I I could see that because like I am kind of stumped on on Matt's earlier question, which was something to do with like where are we going with all of this like like who is it that we're fighting and trying to avoid right now i mean you know towards the end it's like first of you have the the bounty hunter the bounty hunters guild who is out after the child now it's it's this imperial remnant in the end that's after it and then then you have a better more elite version who actually comes in and kills other imperials um and they're wearing nice new shiny armor and they're not you know whatever and and they it's moff gideon and his people and they show up um, so it's like, it's like, yeah, where are you ultimately going with this and how important will it be to keep the child from the, this, this remnant group? You know, I, if it's, if it's that important then I could see a sacrifice happening, I, I, it would be, could you imagine if we just have like season after season of just them getting closer and closer and these great adventures that they have. I mean, it reminds me of, of kind of like, like Duncan egg. You know, yeah. it reminds me of this is that, that uh, that's a little book um, series, novella series for uh, Game of Thrones fans and for a Song of Ice and Fire fans. It's it's a really nice, pleasant kind of series where it's just adventures. It's just a, a knight and a squire um, on these going on these adventures. And possibly that knight makes a great sacrifice in the end uh, for his squire who ends up being a king. Um, so if it is something like that, you know, where where. Din Djarin realizes the importance and the significance of this job, which he already kind of does, uh, and then just in, in realizes that people are out just to use the child. I think he's, I think he's um, going to stick around, and, and, and we'd really start to kind of fall in love with that relationship, and we don't want to ever see them torn apart. Um, we right. would see Master sacrificing himself for his apprentice. It's what we have yeah. in Star Wars, you know. So I like I I, I don't like I, it, but I mean it's uh, I hate it. Yeah. At the same time, I I see it. Yeah, I I like it too. I mean, I maybe this season even ends with Baby Yoda getting kidnapped or something. But um, you you know, uh, it's gonna be seasons before that happens. Um, uh, cer certainly. Uh, Mand the Mandalorian is now Disney's bread and butter. Um. 
for a lot of reasons, right? You know, COVID has certainly changed uh, a lot of things. Uh, I've actually uh, heard rumors as and seen like Star Wars Theory and some of these other Star Wars channels talking about, um, you know, th- there's there's rumors and speculation going around the internet right now that they will actually film seasons three and four back to back, just because you know restrictions with filming and and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, we we talk about this from time to time in the podcast. Um, I, I like I'm a I'm a I, I business guy, so I I look at the the goings on. I mean, Disney just laid off twenty eight thousand employees uh, as they've been shutting a lot of their parks down. Movie theaters are shutting down, so it's unlikely that we're going to be getting a lot of big movies uh, coming anytime soon. So Disney's bread and butter is now going to be streaming. Uh, and what's their biggest show yeah. on streaming? Mandalorian. So. I, it's going to be yeah. Mandalorian's going to be huge. It's it's going to be big. I think you know if they had planned on this show being maybe a minimum of four, I think they probably up that to five or six. Um, you you know now, mm-hmm. uh, just because it seems like streaming is where they want to go. It's where they almost have to go. I mean, it's just kind of the the, the way the way of things now. Um, I mean, so. Yeah, I although the, the so the idea of of him sacrificing himself for Baby Yoda in like the end, maybe like season five or six, which I think is likely. Yeah, God, it it would be, it, it would it's it's gonna be heartbreaking. I don't think that Baby Yoda will ever. I mean, obviously, you know, Yoda's like however old, uh, hundreds hundreds of years old. Yeah. So I think Baby Yoda will stay like this. Um, for for most of the uh yes. you know most most yes. his 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 time on his time on screen so he's going to be adorable he's going to be cute we're going to you know we're going to love him he's almost he's never going to talk uh, which is fine cuz there's tons of star wars characters who don't really talk i mean r2d2 you know yeah. r2d2 r2d2 oh, talks they're, and they're like the people best, reacting right? to him and it's great yeah. chewy and it's like hey you know what did you just say to me you know and and well, and, exactly. yeah, and he's yeah, he's yeah. he's going to be the same thing so ultimately though i do think we will get more people on the Razor Crest uh, in general. I don't think it's always just going to be Mando and Baby Yoda. I do think we will pick up people. I do think it'll be start start to be like a band or you know a gang, whatever you want to call them, the crew. Um, just because I think there's only so much you can do with Mando and Baby Yoda with a character who doesn't talk. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I do think you will need you will need uh, to expand a little bit. Yeah, I, I I also think 100% moving past like like Ray in episode uh, nine, like Baby Yoda the child is 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 the future, is 100% mm-hmm. the f- could be the future. I think should be the future. Uh, I I I think about where I am right now in life and and uh, watching Baby Yoda the child grow up in the care of the Mandalorian, and then if years later, years later I I could see him strong in the ways of the force you know i mean like i would if i were at that celebration i'm talking 10 20 years from now and and mandalorian's been gone for 15 years or whatever it might be and then they decide that they're coming back and they're moving forward right i mean this would i mean that would be huge so you gotta think i mean you have this thing you gotta think big man like i don't know i i just i think it would be he's it he's he's the future but yeah yeah um Totally got to expand the crew, for sure. So, all right, abs- absolutely. Okay, well, uh, we got a we got a bunch more here. Um, geez, we have like five from one guy. So, Wes from the OC. Okay, so he's got he's got like five, he's got like five questions here. He just he was yeah. just he was just fire, firing them off. 
He says, uh, hey, guys, so the whole point of season two is to find Jedi, right? So where would Din Djarin turn to? Uh, Bo-Katan. I'm willing to bet it was de- the Death Watch Mandalorians who saved Din Djarin during the Clone Wars, and that's where Bo-Katan comes in. She will be the person to turn to because she has experiences with several Jedi. Yeah, and I I, I think that's, that really could be likely. Um, earlier we were speculating that you go and you find Sabine, right? I don't really think you go and find any one particular person. I think he's just looking for other Mandalorians. Um, it seems to me that Din Djarin is, is young in the ways of being a Mandalorian. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how to, how to put that other than, like, he's, he's growing up. He's, it was, this is his time when he gets to kind of go out and be a part of the guild, and they go up one at a time and, 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 what, and what have you. But he's slowly learning uh, more and more and more. He seems to be learning from the armorer and, and from others around him. So he doesn't know much, um, doesn't even really know where, where to turn. So I think he is kind of flying blind, but he might know a thing or two and he might know where to go find more information and, and to seek people out. Uh, if you're a Mandalorian, if you're Bo-Katan or you're Sabine or whoever you want to stay hidden. So I think the interesting part in the beginning of the season is we're going to have to figure out who are those places, where are those places? Um, those pirate moons or wherever they might be, where we can go find more information about uh, the Mandalorians or the Jedi or the lore. Just find some, just a whisper of where uh, they possibly could have gone. Just, the, you know, those rumors that, that are in the cantina. People were talking about that they thought they saw a Mandalore on such and such moon. And that's all he needs is to hear that and then boom, off he goes. Uh, I think that's how it's going to kind of be. And it wouldn't surprise me if one of those man, I mean, a significant Mandalorian who one would either be highly protected in great deep secrecy would be Bo-Katan or if word ever got out as to where she was, uh, it would be, I don't know. I mean, it would be worth a lot, right? I mean, it would be worth a lot to get that information and um, someone might be willing to sell it for a high price. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it'd be cool to see uh, a connection back to Bo-Katan and then, and then from there more information to, to kind of journey journey on you know what it might be ironic though is that there there's these this we're following the tribe uh this group of mandalorians but i think we might come across this other faction of 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 mandos who are not in line maybe with what the tribe is doing or the The way way. as they see it yeah and and that might be very interesting and they might say move along to din Mm -hmm. like they might just tell him to to, and that might be jarring and he might get there and say wait a second why are you why do you have your helmet off and i have mine on you know what i mean like like what now again i actually think maybe it wouldn't surprise me either if bo-katan was the one who started all of that though and said we are going to go into hiding and that means helmets on we are being persecuted and therefore we're not taking this helmet off until we have reclaimed our homeland you know something like that Mm -hmm. could have been something that she totally instituted and said this is this is the way now so that uh, there's that as well yeah but, yeah. yeah i do like the idea i really like the idea of bo-katan uh being the one who all her group being the one that saved him uh and just being like then it's almost like no you owe me, me like a debt or 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 or, or something mm-hmm. um and i also actually like the point you just said there about uh her having having to wear the mask 
uh, and being the one to say, no, we are, we're going to start wearing the mask because we always need to be ready to fight. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, we've been so, yeah. So yeah. I'm with you. I, 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 th- I think, I think, I think both of those, uh, both of those, both of those are good. Um, okay. I got some other transmissions here. He says, um, another one here from Wes. He says, Hey guys, um, isn't it fairly obvious why the New Republic is chasing the Mandalorian? They probably got word that he survived and is on the loose after the breakout of the prison ship. Wes, what? All right, come on now, Wes. I don't know, Wes. <laughs> I, I don't, it, then he says no, like, you know, no question mark. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, um, uh-huh. I don't know, because the New Republic was right there, uh, and they didn't, they, they kind of let him go by. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know that we're going to get a lot of New Republic. I think no. we'll get more than we did last season, but I, I think I don't think the New Republic will become a deal until like seasons three or four. Yeah, Wes, I'm totally messing. I, I it, you know, it very well could be that obvious, and it could be something that that yeah is right there that they he's on their radar, you know, and that happens with with Han and these other guys who they get away, and you forget that oh yeah, they got away, and we almost like forget that that person still has a score to settle with them. Because the, the, when you follow Han Solo and you follow him in the Legends books and everything, he just keeps getting away and getting away and getting away and getting away. And then at books later, you're like, uh, if you were to see a trailer for a new Legends book that was coming out invol- involving Han Solo, and then you saw like a group of people chasing Han Solo, and it's like, well, well, why? Well, because he evaded him last time. He got away. He owes him some money or something, you know, and he's on their radar for some reason. So, uh, yeah, it totally could be that... Um, I like to think that uh, Din Djarin was off their radar to some degree, or he did some trickery. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I I I kind of think he is getting a little too close to something, one of their facilities, or they're both after the same thing. Or uh, I know. I think what Wes is responding to is when we we talked about how how and possibly maybe why that uh, the New Republic would be interested in Baby Yoda and 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 the child. And if word of that got out, which it definitely would. I totally think it would. Now, now, what do you think, Matt? I mean, like if word has gotten out in the Bounty Hunters Guild and you have Bounty Hunters who are out on the, on, on, even if it's on the, yes. on the fringes of the New Republic and you have that many people looking for this child and you have a, a rogue Mandalorian, by the way, who weren't they destroyed? Uh, wasn't there, when, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Who also, who also just took down uh, like a troop of of empire soldiers yeah exactly exactly yeah navarro is going to be under investigation you know for sure you would think like there's uh, like intelligence is out there and they're, and they're trying to figure out what's up now i that that's me taking it to a place that i think would be pretty cool and would be would be interesting um but as wes says maybe it's just that we're going to go acquire some information on mandalorians um you know or 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 the jedi but to get there we have to go into new republic territory and once he trips their radars and he comes across a security point check, you know, he's in there. He's in their database as somebody who you have. There's a warrant out for his arrest. And so they're going to take him in. And he just he, he, it's a quick little it's a quick little scene where he, he gets away from him. No big deal. Uh, outmaneuvers, the you know, the New Republic, which would be cool. So, I mean, yeah, but Wes, I mean, you know, I, 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 I like to think, Wes, come on now that that, that maybe. Maybe the Mandalorian uh, stayed off of their radars. I don't, I don't know, but you're probably right. Yeah, interesting. Hey, well, I, what I, else I got, is West I got, got, I got, got one more. 
I I yeah I I got I got one more from him. Come he on, sent us guys. like eight. So what I, I, we, I can't 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 get to all, can't get can't get to all of them here. He says, um, "Hello, fellow Starhoppers. I really like your guys thinking about where the Mandalorian starts in his quest to return the child to his people. I think Ezra, not Bridger, uh, Ezra." Uh, Skyhopper here um, oh. is on to something with his theory of where the journey could take Din Djarin. If I was the Mandalorian, I would start the, um, at the places I've heard tales of Jedi lore. Um, now is the now the hard part is the book Force Collector, one of my top fav- favorite books. Already did a um, kind of did a version of this, uh, and some, so some of those places might be crossed off. Now the Skywalker home is too obvious, but maybe not Obi Wan's Tatooine home. But he could follow the events of the last 30 years, but the Mandalorian seems to be creating his own mythology. So I think it's more likely he follows the trail of former uh, Jedi with strong Mandalorian ties, a.k.a. Ahsoka, Ahsoka um, or perhaps um, Sabine. They seem kind of this seems kind of like the natural uh, collision course uh, for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about that, you know, and I, I was even talking to Lane and I've been talking to you um and I've been meditating on it, you know, I've been deep in, in forced meditation, thinking about where would you turn what was known about Luke Skywalker? What was known about Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, and Master Yoda? Did their stories ever really get told or was it just that Luke was a great hero of the Republic? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then you might have to reach even further back. It seemed like. To have one Jedi, one person, one hero, even if it is in, if he's a part of the Rebel Alliance and they win the war, what people before Luke Skywalker, what they knew was this age where there were thousands of Jedi, you know? And I think that's the, that's the right. one that would, that would stand out the most and, and would probably be the most significant. And so I've started to, to shift almost and think, where would you go to, to, to acquire that information? And that then does maybe possibly lead you to Ahsoka and, and, and Sabine. I want to go down the old Luke Skywalker route. I don't think they're going to, though. But it would be interesting if, if some of those lines crossed or if some of that research... You know, if, if, you're, if, you, if you're in a database and you're in a New Republic database and they've, they've actually gone back and they've reclaimed Coruscant and they've gotten the old Imperial records and stuff, and as you're sifting through some of their, their data, perhaps, uh, skimming it, you might learn a little bit about like some secret classified stuff on Luke Skywalker and that he's force sensitive. That would be crazy for that to slip across some intelligence briefing or whatever. And then you might also learn that there were other Jedi who were never reported uh, as, you know, dead, but they were missing. They were, they were missing in action or something and perhaps mysteriously disappeared. And those are, it's like, he has a choice, right? It's like to seek out this Luke Skywalker who he does, he did just confirm in, in, in an Intel file is force sensitive. Uh, and then, and then says, but no, I'm going to like the, the easier route maybe, or the closer destination might be Ahsoka, Sabine or whoever else who are connected in some way with, um, force users, you know? And then it might also be one of the things I've thought about. And he, um, so Wes brought up the, the, the book force collector, which brings up one of those other, I mean, uh, I think his name is Carr is and i'm just going to spoil this because it's been out for over a year now over yeah. a year yeah. right so, yeah. uh force collector is a great book well maybe i won't spoil it entirely now well, it's it's it, car is is someone who can touch jedi artifacts or artifacts and since their history and 
Wow, you I just mean, that is it. right in the beginning of the book. Okay, so like <laughs> that is out the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why he can do that and who possibly why he can do that. I'll just leave it at that. Is really significant and really and really important. Um, and so moving from from that. Uh, kind of to another point where you said earlier, it seems like Disney just keeps bringing up, well, this Jedi also survived. That Jedi also survived. Mm-hmm. This one was in hiding beforehand. Or this one, here was a group of Jedi who were nowhere, who had kind of separated themselves from the temple for some reason. We don't know why. They were against Master Yoda and his teachings. We didn't even know about them at the time. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. I actually do kind of agree with a lot of people in that it makes Yoda's statement, when gone am I the last of the Jedi, will you be? And also we have a, we have a whole movie called like the last Jedi, you know? So I think it's kind of like significant that we, that we, that we keep to that, but could there be someone who wasn't a Jedi, but worked at the temple when the Jedi were there was worked under one of the librarians, you know, Jocasta knew was one of her assistants or something, you know, uh, uh, who, who was close to them and who also felt like they had to go into hiding who freaking knows. But I mean, it would be interesting to come across those in the records um, it's almost like remember in in, in uh, Rogue One when there's when um, uh, they're scrolling through the different secret programs and and Stardust is what they're looking tracking. for. Yes, and you come across cu- a couple of different programs. and You're like, holy smokes! There's just like hidden little Easter eggs there, right? If all of a sudden Din Djarin is scrolling past and you see some information on a secret project or on Skywalker or or someone or Ezra Bridger and attempt to go find, you know, whatever it might be. I, I that would be that's the kind of Easter egg you want to you want to slip in there if you're Dave Filoni and, 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 and John Favreau. So, yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, let's see. Thanks, here. Wes. Good got, stuff. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we want to hear I got one from uh, Caleb uh, here. He says, hello, Matt and as I have just seen the Mandalorian season two trailer and it looks awesome. I'm constantly wondering about everything in the trailer is the ice planet Ilium is the water planet Camino and who is the mysterious <laughs> hooded figure? I'd love you guys could answer some of these questions. Uh, my little sister and I started watching the Star Wars films. We have watched one through three and she is loving the Darth Maul Clone Wars arc. Do you think an eight year old girl would be able to watch Mandalorian? She's constant at asking me. So I would love an answer. Um, I would say yes. I do think that uh, Mandalorian could be watched even by 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 young kids. Um, I, I would say Mandalorian, although of of all of the Star Wars kind of content, um, it's a. I mean, yeah. I'd say I mean eight eight's fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. I think it's, any of it's fine. Some people kind of complained about the last episode because they were kind of kicking Baby Yoda, you know, hitting him in, hitting oh, him in sure. the sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's fine. Well, yeah, I, I honestly think it's. I think it's okay. Um, I if eight years old, yes, yeah, eight, eight, nine. I think, I think it's fine. I actually, yeah. I think four, five. Wow, because I was, like, I let my five year old uh, <clears throat> niece watch it, but I, I also pre, I pick the episode and I, I pick the scenes where. Um, yeah, I make sure, I make sure we only watch certain I think parts. It's, I she think only it's wants to fun. see Baby Yoda, so I just go right to the Baby Yoda scenes where right. he's acting all cute and stuff and, you know, interacting with the little kids and everything, and, you know, that's really cool. But, no, I think it's, it's a great question. I'm glad, I'm glad Caleb asked that. Actually, I, I yeah, it's good to hear from Caleb again. Um, because, yeah, I mean, get your sister into it, absolutely, you know, have, have fun with it, speculate, uh, uh, get her thoughts and, and send them in. I think, uh, I mean... Yeah, how wonderful the mind of a child, right? And just uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so uh, the the questions, so the, the really good questions. Um, the water planet, 
the ice planet, what are these places, and what could it all mean? Um, so I don't really you know. He see, he actually said Camino for the water planet, and I don't know about that. I, I'm not so sure about it either. But at the same time, why not? It actually make it, it Caleb. It makes good I, logical sense to at some point we're at some point. I do think we're going. There. Yeah, and it makes good sense though to think that when um, we had a a you know a situation with cloning in the first season, and we had possibly a doctor who was wearing the same patch and with the same organization um, that was on Camino cloning. Now that group had different facilities around the galaxy, but still there is some tie back to a Camino uh, cloning facility. I mean, that would be, that would be, that would be radical. I think what a lot of people have said is it's probably um, Mon Cala, which is where, if you know, you know, at Mon Calamari, yeah, yeah. the, the, the the Calamari, Uh, the, so Admiral Akbar, right? Uh, and he and his people are are from there, and we may see, we we make we mo- we may go there. I mean, it's it's in Clone Wars. I would be super stoked to kind of to kind of see that. I think people were really excited to see that we were on an actual boat that was moving across. Um, we might see we might see Admiral Akbar. Well, no, that goes back to our. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 no, actually, at some point in some season, I mean, I, I know we kind of wanted to keep the conflict between like the Imperials and a remnant and maybe like the Mandalorians. But could you imagine? I've always wanted to see Admiral Akbar in action one more time against another great Admiral, maybe a grand right. Admiral. Grand right. Admiral. In, in so, in so, in so, yeah. In, so, in something other than just, you know, one line, it's a trap, which is yeah. like the greatest line. I mean, it's, you know, it's great. I mean, oh, yeah, had he but, not called yeah. that, hey, had he not called <laughs> yeah, that I mean, trap, <laughs> I mean, I, we, we might not be trap. talking about this at all. He called right. that, and every second mattered. What's okay? Well, what's more important, him calling it's a trap, or the caravan of courage? Okay, you tell me. Yes, wow. which is more? <laughs> Did you see by the way that they're doing? A, they're going to do a Lego Star Wars holiday special. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and, showed, and it was the hand was was there, right? It was so oh my! I love. I, I, yeah, that looks amazing. I'm so ready. I'm, oh, I'm it so, looks so cool. So cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm so ready. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. All right, hey, let's move on. We got one last one here from okay. uh, Kala Tai. Says, hey, Matt and Ez, I just watched the trailer for Mandalorian season two, and I'm more excited now than I was before. I would assume you guys will do a reaction episode to the trailer, but I wanted to get your specific opinions on the locations shown in the trailer. So here's another one. Same thing. From what I can tell, it looks like Din Djarin and Baby Yoda are visiting planets with known rebel occupation, Tatooine, and maybe Hoth. She's saying that ice planet might be Hoth. Do you have any opinions on um, who they might be looking for besides Jedi? Uh, are they looking for Luke? Are they looking for clues where they can find another Jedi? Are they looking for members of the Rebel Alliance? Um, so, I mean, what do you think about that ice planet, I guess, as do you think it is original? Do you think it's Ilium? Do you think it's Hoth? Well, okay, so the the only reason I think that it could be, um, well, let, 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 let me pull this up real quick. Uh, so we're looking for Jedi artifacts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for possibly Maybe. a connection to the Jedi. Maybe we're also looking for Mandalorians who who could tell us more about it as well. And that's see, in the trailer that was that was kind of the big the big line, which is I'm looking for more Mandalorians. You know, so um, right, really interesting. So. Go ahead and go ahead and do this, uh, yeah, Matt. Pull up 
uh, Ilum. They're a snow-covered planet, right, located in uh, 7G sector of the unknown regions within the Ilum system. So it's the fifth planet there. Uh, yeah, here we go. Ilum had a Kyber uh, crystalline core. So Kyber, Kyber crystal mm -hmm. was, was, was big there. And it had been utilized by the Jedi Order for the gathering and rite of passage in which Jedi younglings must find and harvest Kyber crystals for their lightsabers for thousands of standard years. So that's what Ilum was, was used for. And um, if you, and what it eventually turns into is, is pretty, is something pretty, pretty star killer base. Yeah. It turns, it turns into star killer base. Um, and they, they use that, that crystal Kyber crystal core to power their super weapon. Um, so when you think about that, I mean, this is where you could start to see, like, they had to start that early, right? I mean, you don't just right. build Starkiller base Well, I know, it's like, it's like, think of, right, it's like, think of how long it took to do the Death Star. Like, you yes. you begin to see Death Star plans in the prequels, right? I mean, in right. episode, I think episode two is when you see really the first plans of it. Um, and then in episode three, Palpatine's looking at them when Anakin, um, or when 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 they when they walk in, I think it's An it's when Anakin walks in. He he like turns around, um, and then when Obi when uh, you know Kit Fisto and Mace Windu and <laughs> walks in, he's he's he's, <laughs> he's doing something else. Um, and so uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, and then it's like the Death Star isn't even ready to go until Episode Four. Well, Rogue One um, now, but but Episode Four, and it's like I mean, think about how long they've been working on. That's like thirty years. Yeah, yeah, I know for no for sure, and that's that's why I think if you do go there, because um, people have talked about that, right? Like, we're, well, we're gonna go to Ilum, we're gonna see possibly what's happening there. So, uh, and and what it looked like is there was a speeder chase. Is that right? It looked like there was mm -hmm. a a some mm -hmm. stormtroopers or whoever uh, were flying around, possibly after after Mando. Um, maybe he's tricked into going there. Maybe they are in their early stages of building and working on that. Uh, because we know they've already that remnant has already gone to the unknown regions. This is a planet in the unknown regions. It's near it, right? It's 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 not too far from it. Um, so if you go there, I think then we're stirring in this nest of you make little tiny uh, hints at the first order, and you might possibly see some secrets that that are that that are, that are going on, right? I mean, I also think you could have rem like this this remnant that we see. There might be mixed company here. You could actually have some people who were first order who are trying to, uh, you know, Operation Cinder happens. You're, you're the, the first order is going to rise from the ashes of, of the old empire. But in the meantime, they might be infiltrating, sending in agents back into the Imperial Remnant to gather resources, to use their resource in some way. Like they still could be using them, I guess. And, and, and keeping in, in touch with them. So anyway, um, that could be Ilum. It could be a that they go there quickly. It's a catastrophe. It was a bad idea to go there, and then they move on. And the reason I didn't go to Ilum is because of all of that. I, I was like, maybe we wouldn't do that. But if there's going to be strong ties between, if we're going to go down and, and, and learn more about the unknown regions, and we're going to learn more about the First Order and the Imperial Remnant, then sure, then, then we should go to Ilum, and that would uh, make sense to kind of see what they're, what they're doing there, uh, getting connection with the Kyber crystals. Maybe, holy smokes, we have a youngling right yeah. here. Yeah. 
We have. I know. I was about. To, I know. I was about to say. I was like, you know, what if you do this? Uh, what What if like, you know, because he's crap. He looks like he's got to fix up his ship. They're in some sort of cave, and he's like trying to get this door open, or you know, there's something, and he looks like there's a door here, and he like can't. He can't get it, and then yeah. it just suddenly opens, and then Baby Yoda's like lifting his hand down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's like also. So there was a Jedi temple on Ilum. And mm-hmm. what's what's been known is that these temples had protections around them. I mean, look at the one on Lothal, right, which was hidden, mm-hmm. completely hidden. By the way, I so I so just want to go throw Rebels in after this conversation. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I could rewatch Rebels all freaking day long, and that's also why I could rewatch The Mandalorian second to that right now. Still, isn't that crazy? Um, and I'm sure season two is going to be even better. But like, it's Dave Filoni. It's the magic around this. It's how they're tying stuff together. If you t- if you told me. That a young, force-sensitive child, a youngling, was going to do what younglings had done for thousands of years. They had gone to Ilum, and they went in, and they meditated, and it was their journey. Ahsoka takes a group of them, of younglings there, to find their kyber crystal, Cal, to connect Cal Kestis with goes their there crystal. In, uh, in Jedi Fallen Order. It, yes, it Right, and so why wouldn't we see this youngling go in there and perhaps not even know? I mean, he, we've already seen uh, the child reaching for shiny knobs and different things and whatever, you know. And I just think it would be kind of funny if all of a sudden we're there and we walk out with a kyber crystal. One yeah. last kyber crystal from that planet. And it's like one last hope in the hands of this child because this planet we know is going to be destroyed. But that kyber crystal that left could bring about a great peace. You know, it's one of those things that's just so, could be super symbolic and just super kind of, uh, you know, really meaningful if the child can can do that, can carry that kyber crystal from Ilum. I don't know. Now, how we get there, though, is I think interesting. If you talk about the Church of the Forest, I think they're going to a planet called Christophsis or, or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to look this up again. But they are returning. They're on a crusade. Not a crusade. What's it called? Um, they're on Quest this journey. journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're headed back. Um, they're taking kyber crystals and they're returning them to places where they were stolen, and trying to to bring harmony and peace back and bring healing back to these places where uh, the empire stripped planets uh, for these precious, you know, crystals. And so, if you are trying to find the Jedi, why wouldn't Lor Santeca be involved in this conversation? That's Why who we Lord... need to see. Let's go. Where's the... Also, what... Maz Kanata. I would love oh. the idea of him, of Mando running into Maz. Because Maz, hey, that's a story for another time. Okay, well, yeah. tell, obviously, tell the damn story. Obviously, yeah. obviously, that other time was not episode eight or right. nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> is now the other time. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that would be... Yeah, now's the time. Now is the time for Maz to tell that story. And then even if you just picked a different actor for for Laura Santeca, a slightly younger or whatever, I think that'd be mm-hmm. amazing. And then, or not even him, but maybe people who could reference Laura Santeca and his connection to this Church of the Force. And that's what they were doing was they were trying to restore these places and these temples and preserve them and take care of them in hopes that the I mean, Luke Skywalker, I think, has some connection with them and, and comes across them and is, appreciates the fact that these people revere the force and they understand um, its power and what it can do. So, you know, yeah, that could be one of the factions he comes across and maybe they're on a, on a mission to Ilum and don't quite realize what is going on there. 
yeah. yeah. So that so Ilum. Yeah. Now the other one was was Hoth. I mean, I don't know. You know, Hoth is more I, unlikely. I don't know either. <clears throat> and it's I think it, I I thought Hoth maybe just because it's all Tatooine that you see a sand planet, you see. Uh, you know, a frozen planet, and you think to yourself, wow, I'm seeing Luke Skywalker flashback left and right, and then I'm also hearing we have to track down one of these Jedi, maybe well, I mean, Luke Skywalker, the legend of Luke Skywalker. There's a whole book on it, right, We did that's in canon. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, what's what there? Well, I mean, what's, what's no, on Hoth for us to get? Right. There's nothing. Nothing, nothing. I, the only thing you can say is that Luke spent some time there. It wasn't really significant, but then I thought, you know what? Where's the what other all, place would be significant to Luke Skywalker? Do we do we also do we also know that it's snow? Because remember, we all thought, oh, it's a snow planet, and Crate was not a snow planet. No, I, so uh, I mean, I, it looks like snow. I think it's snow. Right. But right. just saying, you never you, you don't know. Right. You don't know if it's snow. I mean, it could it could be it could, salt. It, it could be Snoke. I mean, I, I, it, 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 you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, yeah the, the planets are interesting. You know, one more since we've we've got a couple questions on on planets. Um, another one that uh, Alex from Alex Damon from Star Wars explained, and others have gone out and said Nar Shada, right? Is yes. a is this smuggler's world? Yeah, you go there. You go there in Knights of the Old Republic two. Mm-hmm. It's one or two, but I think it's two. Yeah. Now, interesting that this is in the the Corellian sector. All right. Um, it is. It's also in Hut space, so it's kind of in a weird weird spot. Um, but man, it, it is a place where you would go to get those whispers and those rumors and that information. We were uh, we we were kind of debating on whether or not the graffiti that we saw was Lothal, Lothal, or Narshada, and. Either one I'm cool with because I also want to go see these places that have been described in books. Like when we saw Corellia, um, mm-hmm. like 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 Coronet and stuff, what's, I was like, that is amazing. The, That's awesome. What's the planet that um, Qui-Gon Jinn says they do uh, they do pod racing on? Malastare? Yeah, and it's yeah, because yeah, you yeah, you can go to Malastare in the pod racing game, episode one racer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to, to go to those places and see them, I think, is is really um, really fascinating. So to go to this pirate moon where there are other smugglers, again, if the whole premise and the whole idea is that George Lucas wanted to make this TV show, right? He wanted to make an underground sort of like Star Wars underworld um, type of show that was like a Western style thing. And it's exactly what they're doing in, that, in, in the spirit of what he wanted. And so part of that would be you take us to a moon like this. This is totally something that... That would fit into that to that to that world, and you learn about other factions. I totally think they've got to introduce at some point, whether it's black like like a reemergence of the Black Sun or another crime syndicate. Yeah, you know, one of the best things when we used, we used to play. Yeah, crime syndicate when we played Empire at War, and you had the Gold Pack edition, right? And you could play mm-hmm. as the pirate, forces, the pirate ships. Force, I think it's there. forces of corruption or something like that. Forces yeah. of corruption. Yeah, something like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. That I was always like, I have to know more. I have to know more about these individuals, and I would go, you know, yeah. Go ahead. And by the way, yeah, I'll just go ahead and throw it out. Open challenge right here, right now, on Steam. We can Twitch it. We can YouTube it. Get your best squad. It can be two. It can be three. Uh, and try to challenge. 
Ezra and I, and if it's three, we'll bring my brother on and uh, just open challenge. No, on, no, seriously, uh, I Empire, uh, we'll throw Empire some, we'll, yeah. we'll throw some <laughs> credits down. I don't know, I don't care if it's another, po- I don't care if it's just anybody, like listeners, whoever. It doesn't matter. All right, uh, if if you want to see how it's how it's done, and and if you want bombing runs galore. Bombing runs for days. Yeah, <laughs> for days. Yeah. Be ready for an hour. Actually, well, it depends on what kind of game you bring. Because if I uh, let me have my if I get my hands on Obi Wan, you are done. <laughs> it's done. done. It's Matt over. knows. Matt has seen me use Obi Wan. <laughs> you yeah. will never see me coming. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. that's it, it'll, <laughs> it'll it'll be over. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's okay. I guess here's me with the planets. I mean, the planet I most want to go to is Alderaan, but oh, I guess we can't. Oh uh, wow! So, come on now, come on. Yeah, wow. Okay, but uh, okay. Come uh, on. No, you know, there's other. I mean, there's other planets that you go to in other Star Wars things. Dantooine would be cool. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, how about how about this? You know, there's a planet that we thought we might go back to. Mm-hmm. Okay. In uh, in Rise of Skywalker, we said, "Oh, there's one planet that we need to go back to. We're gonna go to the Death Star. We're gonna go to the remnants of the Death Star." And instead of going to the forest moon of, of Endor, we go. To, I mean, ha, I mean, That's how such a missed how big of a opportunity? What, <laughs> the biggest like I joke. I don't even. Don't I'm get out. me started. I'm 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 so, out. Okay, we need to get. I mean, look, if you, Disney make it happen. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. How? Imagine you just Disney just you just laid off twenty eight thousand employees because you got to shut Disneyland, which is in California, down right, and all these other all these other parks. You need some money, okay? Movie theaters are closed down. Here's my here's I'm making make I'm a making pitch. a pitch here. Come on, okay, got, yeah. Movie theaters are closed down. AMC said it might go yeah. bankrupt. So there's not even going to be – even if you make a movie, you can't even put it in a theater because they're all right. going to be gone, okay? 2020 has been a stressful year. There's a global pandemic. It's an election year. People are out of work. We're yeah. tired. We're yep. hungry. It's about to get cold. Yep. Disney, do you know what would really warm our hearts? Mm. Baby – Yoda playing with Ewoks. Okay. The sheer amount of merchandise sales you would be able to make. It's insane. (laughs) By selling baby Yoda Ewok packs of toys, puppets, you know, plushy pillows. I mean, good God, Disney. Make it happen. Matt. Let me tell you something. So sometimes, I mean, is that? I mean, how many billions of dollars just sitting there would you make? In, I mean, it's just, just sitting there. I'd empty the bank account. I would straight up just empty the bank account and say anything you make with that combination. Imagine, I mean, imagine your niece Rachel. Oh is, my gosh, who loves who loves who loves Baby Yoda, coming to you and saying, "Oh, uh, Baby Yoda played with the Ewok, I, 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 and now." Now Uncle Ez has to buy, right. you know, the hundred dollar yeah, has to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, have to buy it, yeah. Um, no, I mean, let me tell you, I sometimes on this on this podcast, I go back and forth between 
trying to be realistic in my speculation versus my wish list. Okay. Because high on my wish list, when we first, when I first had that idea about tracing and tracking down Luke Skywalker on Tatooine, on Hoth, and then Endor, you know, like where else, where, like, like, like Vader was, was there's a pyre there, like you know, a funeral pyre was there. Somehow they got his Somehow mask. Somehow they got his mask. Bright Tree Village, you could go there, and I could see. Could you imagine Din Djarin speaking to the Council of Elders sitting there one more time? Low Gray has passed it on to mm-hmm. Chief uh, Chirpa, and Chirpa is sitting there saying, Oh, hey, oh, ah, hey, oh. <laughs> I, could you imagine that? And then Wicket interpreting a little bit and trying to speak because he can a little bit, you know, basic. I mean, right. I, 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 like, like a young Peekpa who's in, who's in the books who could grow up to maybe you know, do some maintenance on the ship or something. I mean, I'm telling you right now, there's magic. They, maybe they have, like, like foresight. Low Gray could have one last vision and prophecy involving the child. I mean, it could be like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'll tell you right now, we, we've talked about it in the Ewok cartoon. They're using the force. They, they just are. don't know it. They call they it magic. Are. They call it magic. Yes. <laughs> Who is the, it's, what's the villain's name? What's her name? uh mograth or something um what's her what is her name mograth yeah yeah Yeah. she was yeah Yeah, yeah. exactly she's using the force yeah yeah, it's it's they just don't know it that's they they call it magic but yeah disney make it happen it's all we want look hoth is cool ilium's cool but unless tatooine is fun but unless we go to endor you know that's what we want I that's know. what we it, need. Yeah, that's what we need. I need really a is. baby Yoda. It is baby Yoda. Wicket, plus you know toys out. You know out the wazoo. You. It is a billion dollar idea. Right. One more. One more idea, because I just think I'm so tired of sitting around over here and and not saying things that I think you know because I think people are gonna. If you have an idea, send it to us. We will read it because I'm not going to let anybody laugh at anybody on this podcast. I think everything Wes said earlier was mm-hmm. hilarious. I love to josh around and have a good time with people. I want all the crazy ideas. I want all of it. You know why? Because I would love to see that child. If you're looking at the video, if you get a chance, you're listening on the podcast, go subscribe on YouTube. Go check out the trial. The, the, uh, we have our own baby Yoda on the show. Uh, he, well, actually, he's just Baby Yoda. He showed up with he's us. He's partying, man. Uh, Din Djarin dropped him off, and we're taking yeah. care uh, of him for a little bit. He's got the glasses and everything. Could you imagine the child, right? For some reason, maybe there's some whisper, and, and this would be a se- secret, like, top secret thing you found out through through the New Republic, or, or like, you found it in a journal of, of either Obi-Wan or Luke Skywalker's journal that he also once went to a planet called Dagobah. And little baby yeah. Yoda. And you see little baby Yoda walking around Yoda's hut, looking around, you know? Where's he been? I mean, what? yeah. Wh- right? Wouldn't Where's baby be- Yoda been I, for the past 50 years? Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. And so, like, that would be to see a baby Yoda walk around in, in, in the child, to walk around in Yoda's old hut and just to touch or even be sitting on the bed where Yoda God. once Became one with the I'd force. I'd cry. I'd bawl my eyes out. I, <laughs> I would lose out. my mind. Baby Yoda back on Dagobah. And, and for some reason, Din Djarin is, like tr- is, is trying to fit, 
to, to follow the trail, you know? And then you see Baby Yoda, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm completely going crazy right now. So, like, Matt's yeah, like, I gotta raise it. Great. I, I love it. in here in a second. But, like, they're headed back. No, it's great because I because I have okay. one final question okay, okay, and it's gonna okay. blow your mind. So so, so then J- Din Djarin is they're walking back to the Razor Crest, right? And he goes to look around for for the child who has drifted off, right? Who happens to be walking towards the cave. What? Yeah. Don't go in there, <laughs> right? And he goes in and he has a vision. Are are you kidding me? I mean, like, or what if Yoda speaks to the child on Dagobah? I mean, I'm just saying, like, you want to throw out some crazy ideas here, and people can, I mean, do what you want. You know, send this to the, the let people know that Ez is over here talking crazy. Let them come after me. That's fine. All right? I'll take them out one by one. Okay. Okay. Hey, no, I love it. I love it. All right, uh, Ez. Yeah. Final yeah. question. And I, I, this is something I've just been thinking about a little bit here. Saw some people kind of talking about, talking about maybe the idea of it. But you know what? Nobody talks about this arc. This plot, this storyline, like you and I do, I don't care what anyone says. Anybody who else says, oh, nobody talks about this but us, they're liars. Because nobody yep. talks <laughs> about it but us. Okay, okay. Ahsoka is coming in this season. Are we going to see Morai, the bird, and is the child born in the same year as Anakin you know, you have the father, you have uh-huh. the brother, you have the sister. Yeah. Is Baby Yoda some sort of amalgamation of the Mortis yeah. arc? Will we get some sort of tie-in tease to the Mortis arc in The Mandalorian at all? Some kind of continuation. It doesn't have to be a full episode. It could just be something, a hint. Obviously, it comes up again in Rebels. I obviously think the answer is yes, but I want to hear Ez go off on this because nobody knows the Mortis arc like Ez. Hey. Well, I, I, I think people need to pay more attention to it, you know, um, and I, I think so because I, I never thought that I'd see it in, in Rebels. I never thought I'd see a, a connection to it one more time and that we would see Morai, uh, this, this, you know, the, the representation of the daughter, the light side of the force, flying around, guiding Ezra Bridger to Ahsoka to save Ahsoka. Are you joking? Are, are you kidding me? Um, she also then takes on the ma- She has pure white lightsabers. She is out. She is not a Jedi. She's not. Ahsoka is not a member of the Jedi Order anymore. Um, she's gone beyond that. She was brought back to life. She died. Right, she died and was brought back. The daughter laid down her life for her, but yet did not become one with the Force, like we said the father did, which is interesting. Another mother laid down her life, right, for her son in the Rise of Skywalker, and she did not become one with the Force until the end of that movie, when ironically her son also became one with the force there is something going on all right there is some type of connection between all of those individuals in some way and there's also very much so a connection to the child 100 percent. you can say cloning i think the the whole cloning thing is to throw us off just a bit i think they want to acquire the child so that way they can gather dna uh whatever it might be midichlorians specimen whatever it is to help with the emperor and to help him with his body to create Snoke to whatever it might be. But 
the mystery behind the child. It's got to, it, it is somehow like the, the age correlation between him and Anakin born in the same year style situ- stuff. And, and that the fact that born in that same year, it's, it, it literally yeah. goes back to all, oh, there's so many prophecies. There's so <clears throat> many old mythologies where two individuals, one, they're born at the same time. And depending on, depending on a Qui-Gon Jinn, depending on someone who comes and finds that person or in our wheel of time series, a Moraine who finds this person, had you have landed on somebody else, had you had Qui-Gon Jinn have come across, you know, the child and started, I mean, just like the force, I feel like plants these right. seeds and they're out there. These different individuals could have risen to this, to, to this point. Um, I don't know. I think there- somehow he's connected. So is do you, is there any chance? Hear me, hear me out here, because I want to I want to tie it. I want to tie into Rebels one last time here. So we're already talking about Mortis. Um, any chance that Baby Yoda is actually Yoda, a baby actual Yoda? Because I just think about I I think about Ahsoka and I think about Morai, and you know you think about her ties in with that, and then. I'm starting to think that the way between worlds is also has something to do with the fact that Ahsoka has something to do with this Mortis arc. Um, I think that those are connected. We see Ezra kind of go through it. He pulls Ahsoka, you know, um, and sort of connection. And they do this like time travel through the force business through like time and space. I mean, what if baby Yoda is Yoda? And then the Yoda we see like somehow he gets sent back and so that's why he's always thinking and pondering and he's like I feel like I lived this different life before because when you're you know hundreds of years old it's not like you remember everything uh and so I, I don't know man I mean then you have Anakin and baby Yoda show up at the exact same time what's to say they just don't show up you know it's like yeah. oh they're born I mean obviously Anakin's born we don't necessarily know how Anakin is is, is born the force just creates him he was mm-hmm. created. No, we know that's still a huge mystery. But you have a character known as the Child show up the same time as the Chosen One. I, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, so a couple things. First, let's go. Let's let's get down that rabbit hole real quick with the whole Yoda. Uh, Baby Yoda is Yoda. Okay. Um, the idea would be that whether it's Palpatine who did get in at some point in time and went back in time. And tried to take a Yoda and corrupt a Yoda or do so, you know what I mean? And then right. lost access to Baby Yoda and then fell into the or was safeguarded by whoever those individuals who was holding the child hostage. Mm-hmm. You know? Who had the child at first? What faction was that? That's still a mystery. We don't know, right? Um, and so yeah, like like then did did someone acquire it would have to be right that they acquired uh i'm thinking anyways that they acquired they went back and and yoda's course his his thread has gone uh as 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 it is and during his time late in his life after seeing what he's accomplished and things that he's done they go back to try to stop him and they take him they take him as a child but along the way bringing him back through the world through this this world between worlds he's lost and Ahsoka is the guardian. I, mean, I kind of see Ahsoka as possibly a new guardian to that world and that realm. And maybe, I mean, when you see her show up at the end and she has the staff and she's all in white and she's there seeking Sabine and she knows it's, it's, it's this time, 
what was she doing while Luke Skywalker was doing his thing? What, who was she after? Who was she keeping at bay? Was she keeping Palpatine out of that world? Was she, you know, kind of, kind of keeping Is him she? in his box of like, you have to fight in this reality type of thing. I think it could go to a whole nother level, which they don't want to really, really touch and go down that. Cause it could open up a whole lot of different wormhole situations right. and stuff. You know, I mean, but, you know, the, I mean, the, the, it the, is fascinating because we don't see them see into the future. Right. When he's in when in that episode, we don't we don't see that they can see into the future. But I think it's possible because there's just a bunch of doors, um, you know, we, they end up going. Well, into- and what we hear, we hear Kylo Ren like right. we hear yes, we, do. we hear um, yeah. Ray. So like it's sort of like you hear them, whether you could see them or not was unclear and and you heard things from the past the right. present so you'd have to imagine so ahsoka was... who's you'd have to imagine ahsoka right who maybe has access to this um has seen into the future and yeah. as you said decides this is the moment but what's to say that ahsoka right. right what's to say that ahsoka doesn't have see everything that's going on in space and time and say i'm gonna pull yoda out as a baby I'm going to place Yoda in the hands of wherever he is. He comes out at the exact same time as Anakin. Uh, uh-huh. Baby yeah. Yoda exists, gets meets up with Din Djarin, and now we run into Ahsoka again. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just saying I think it's all possible, and I think it's all stuff uh, yeah. people should think about I, and, th- and think, you know, what's the, you know, why right. now? Right. I know. I, I know. It, it is It is bizarre. Uh, one of the things to – I, I we were talked about this before when, when Ahsoka is saved and Ezra Bridger finally gets away and out of the world between worlds. Dave Filoni makes sure to say that she goes back to the precise time that she was t- like right in the same spot and can picks up with her her thread and her story and moves and moves forward. Um, and he also and this, this is interesting to look into anyone who wants to do this. Dave Filoni says that uh, his idea this idea between this world between worlds goes back to C.S. Lewis's. Uh, Narnia, which is it's the magician's nephew, and it is the mm-hmm. it's the wood between the worlds, or or something like that. It's it's this wooded area where there are multiple pools, just like those windows that one can go into, and and you can like time almost stops. Like they would, whenever you would enter into that realm and you would come back, no time had passed. No time had passed. You simply came right back to the exact time and that was then again that's the whole thing right and then back to you got to come right. back to the exact time pick up right there where you're where you left off so you can go on and um so i don't know that would be that would be kind of crazy i i don't know what they would do that for or if it what i kind of think is if you're taking the child back to ahsoka maybe ahsoka wants to restore baby yoda back to his original you know timeline time. you know and take yeah. him and take him back and she understands that realm and can do that which would be interesting. I kind of hope, though. I really, really hope that the child is just some is, is separate, is is separate, and is because they've been adamant to call. You know, we always say Baby Yoda, but they say the child. They want that right. clear, and the, so the whole deal. The, and again, every time I hear the the more I hear the name the child, I just think of Mortis, the right. father. You know, the, you know the right the brother the child. Darn right. You're you're absolutely right. And that makes me think about it a lot too. And the fact that we might tie Ahsoka in there and and learn more about that, I, I think is huge. And remember, fact, remember remember the Mortis yeah. arc, when they come out of it, they feel like whoa, what was that? It was like almost like a Bermuda Triangle. Exactly, exactly. And Ezra is strongly connected to it because for some reason, 
the temple at Lothal was, it wasn't like, okay, you had a modern day Jedi temple built on Coruscant that was built over top of an ancient stone temple, like beneath mm. there in the very bottom. Actually, I think at one point, even the Sith, uh, you know, well, that might've been legends, but like had, had, um, you know, access to it or whatever it might. But regardless, the Lothal temple is ancient, man. It's ancient. And mm. so you see those mortis gods there and there's an actual entry point into that's a significant entry point and ezra is tied to that and ahsoka's tied to that i I just can't get over and and don't forget and don't forget the because i think there's i think there's validity to it the rumors um you know i think i think someday we will find out the rumors that we heard about they kind of want to maybe do some of this mortis stuff in Rise of Skywalker with Matt Smith and some of these other people and sure. uh and and Disney it seems like shot it down right it seems like JJ wanted to work with George on how to finish it and that's was some of the stuff they were going to do and then it gets shot down and then people have broken down the scenes and been like hold on this scene looks it looks like maybe like you know like um I sent you that clip on Twitter uh god if you, if you can find it uh the 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 clip of like why is why is Ray's mouth moving? Uh, but no words are said oh, in yeah. the scene where she, where she basically, um, you know, yeah. her and Kylo save each other, and then Kylo ends up dying. Like it seems like that was cut, and and it's like what were the, what was going on? Is there's all these rumors? This is a totally different movie, and you know, you could always be like, well, yeah, that's just rumors, that's speculation. But now we have another movie in which we know that that totally happened. Uh, and so you totally get it, the yeah. justice, the justice league movie, right? The justice league movie, you know, you know, they've shown footage of it. They've shown all this stuff. And it's like, it's you, some of these sh- scenes are the exact same scenes, but there's like a CG thing in it that makes it entirely different. So all of this stuff that gets mm-hmm. cut out throughout the movie, uh, and you hear these rumors and speculation. Well, I think honestly, maybe we should believe into them a little bit more. Right. Um, I mean, if yeah. any, go look at go look at the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League and and Justice League and just kind of read about what happened and you're like what and then you see the footage and you're like oh my god it's a totally different movie even though it ends up being the same thing and there was all these rumors about the the rise of Skywalker and what it was going to be and even different from Colin Trevorrow's which was like its own thing but that there was rumors right. that JJ worked with George on the final thing, took it to Disney. They didn't want to go down that route and it was going to involve Matt Smith possibly playing this, this, the son of Mortis, who's kind of this villain. If you go watch the Mortis arc in clone wars. Right. Um, and, and Mm -hmm. that seemed like the route they were, they, they kind of wanted to go down, but they didn't end up doing it. So who knows? And if that's the case, then the Mortis arc is way bigger, way more important than we, uh, than we think. And I think baby Yoda's part of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you 100. percent And and Ahsoka is tied to it. Uh, Morai is gonna be is gonna be around. I guarantee it. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to see, you know, uh, look look for for symbols and signs that might lead us in that direction. I don't know if it's gonna be this season or not, but eventually, with Dave Filoni involved, there's gonna be some tie-in or because he's always thinking about what maybe if he's working on an animated thing, what could he toss in here that might hint to that? I mean, yeah, even if we don't see her or anyone else on the Mandalorian set. I mean, there's going to be some little nod to something that's coming down the line. He thinks that far ahead and I, I, I love him mm-hmm. for it. Uh, it's those, those hidden, those deep cuts, those uh, Easter eggs mm-hmm. uh, and things that we, we just go crazy for. So yeah, I'm all in. 
Uh, we'll, we'll do some more digging. I'll do some more thinking and some more meditating about there's the child there's, and the, there's so much. the symbolism behind and, that family. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and next Friday, we will get it when The Mandalorian comes out. All right, guys, with that, I think we're over two hours, which I think officially makes this the longest episode of Hyperspace Hangout. But it has been an absolute blast uh, as we love talking Star Wars. And um, there's going to be a lot more, guys. There's going to be a lot of content on our YouTube page, um, just a lot bigger during kind of uh, Mandalorian season, uh, as 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 we'll call it. So um, with that, we want to thank you guys for hanging out in hyperspace. Be sure to continue to send us your transmissions. Obviously, there's a lot of talk. What do you guys think about Squadrons? Did you guys play it? And uh, what are your thoughts, theories, and favorite parts of Mandalorian Season 2? Yep, absolutely. Looking forward to all of those. And thanks again to everybody who did send in their, their transmission. That was, that was actually a lot of fun. So send in more of those. Cannot, uh, can't wait to get them. So uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you guys next time. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crop. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.